It's the afternoon cruise here on Jazz 88, and I'm chatting with Karen Allison, who's getting ready for a show on Tuesday, May 16th, and the title of the show is Brazilian Nights. Karen, welcome back to the studios of Jazz 88, now in St. Louis Park. Thank you, Sean. It's great to be with you. Now, Karen, you got a pretty long history in the Twin Cities, so I'm sure it's pretty exciting to be uh, coming back to be doing this homecoming show. It's called Brazilian Nights. Can you tell us a little bit about what you're bringing to the stage of the Dakota on Tuesday, May 16th? Yes, happy to. I've been a fan and sing Brazilian music for a long time. I have a new project, as you mentioned. I think it's called Brazilian Nights. I'm not sure if the CD is going to be that exactly, mm. but we're in the process of mixing it now and getting it finished. But it all was born out of my love for Rosa Passos, one of the greatest Brazilian singers out there. And she and I have been friends and fans for years, and I knew she was coming to New York, which is where I'm based. So I asked her and her drummer, Rafael Barata, if she might be interested while she's in town to be a guest on a project. And she said yes. So I got Rafael and Jose doing two songs and the wonderful Vitor Gonsalves on the accordion and piano. And he'll be coming to, with me as well to the Dakota. Harvey S., great bassist in New York, and Rafael, and also the great guitarist Silberstein. Silberstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's a question. You got a long history of navigating Brazilian music and getting into it. Does it sort of amp up the pressure when you got Brazilians on the bandstand with you to try to get it right, to try to understand the inflection and the emotion and bring your own personality into it? But it's 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 a music where, to some extent, <laughs> no matter how long you've done it, you'll be an outsider. How How is it to navigate those spaces shoulder to shoulder with Brazilians? That is a great question because that's how I felt. I felt the pressure. You know, um, I have a friend who helps me out with the language. Um, mm. And so she's very kind in helping me with that. Yeah, to be in the studio with Brazilians, and they're all speaking Portuguese all over the place, but they're very kind to me. And actually, the drummer, Rafael, I met in Brazil years ago. He was a teenager, and I was uh, performing there, and he came up, and he was a fan. <laughs> This is how time marches on. And so I knew he was in my corner and he helped me assemble the band. And we, you know, it really helps when you could feel the love. And I try to be as reverent as possible to the language, mm -hmm. to the scene, to the vibe. I have great respect for it. We owe Brazilians a huge obrigada for all they've given to the music, you know, in jazz. I got you. And, and this is a forthcoming album. And uh, the name of the collaborator, I, I was going to say Rosa Passos, but it sounds like it's not an R sound at the top. That's actually very good. Oh, okay. Oh, Rosa, but it's, you know, if you're going to get real, it's Rosa. Rosa yeah, Passos. Yeah, Rosa Passos, but that's good. Uh, now, Karen, a lot of times you command a stage as the sole vocalist, but I've also been listening to some of your work, particularly the album that's got you doing Equinox and Footprints and a couple other things in preparation for this. You seem comfortable sharing vocal space with, with somebody else. What's it been like sharing the microphone with Rosa Passos? Well, she is, first of all, a sweetheart. The vibe she brings is so friendly and loving. She speaks no English, and I speak barely any Portuguese. I sing Portuguese, <laughs> but, you know, they were helping us out to translate. We just, we had a hookup from the very first time we met, and she is a fan of mine, which I feel so grateful about, and I'm a huge fan of hers. So we were facing each other in two separate booths, which was cool. Yep. And so, you know, we would just have a lot of eye contact, and um, I wanted it to be as free as possible, yet not just sound like, you know, we just have it a session together, <laughs> as in a jam session. So it's kind of a, a balance, and you're really getting at that thing with your questions, which I appreciate. Well, I got to say, 
I imagine that you're a pretty enjoyable person to collaborate with because I met you all of nine minutes ago and I feel like <laughs> very, very comfortable with you. And if you can bring that into a recording session onto a bandstand, I'm sure it helps sort of grease the wheels and get to what you really want to do, which is finding that musical shared space. And I'm very excited that you're going to be bringing uh, some of that discovery to the Dakota. The show is on Tuesday, May 16th. Uh, Karin, you know, I'm, I'm going to toot your own horn so you don't have to toot it. You are a, a multi-Grammy nominated artist. You've gone a lot of really good looks in your career and a lot of the start for you was first in the Twin Cities. I got a Grammy related question, but first Mm -hmm. you were in Minnesota. I got to ask you the Minnesota question. What was it like in your career started here and what is it like coming back? You've been to Kansas City and New York is now your home base. What's it like when you get back to the Twin Cities? Another good question. There's such talent here. To come back is a pleasure. First of all, my mom still lives here and my sister, one of my sisters lives here and I have very, very dear friends here. It's like coming home indeed. All of us are local somewhere. You know, I started out in Omaha. I moved then to Minneapolis, then back to Omaha, then to the Bay Area of California, then to New York. You know, I have a lot of homes and I think musicians, since we are, we're global citizens basically. And so I'm at home with musicians anywhere. And as I said, Minneapolis and St. Paul are oozing with musical talent. And um, it's just always a groove coming back. Karen, we got to get somebody up on your Wikipedia page. They made the travel sound a lot simpler. I didn't even see the Bay Area in there, but... Uh... There are a few mistakes in that <laughs> Wikipedia page. Some I want to fix and some I don't. <laughs> Is the Grammy-nominated factually accurate? That's factually accurate. All right, so our friend, our <laughs> musical partner, even if we've never met her in person, Samara Joy is having a moment. Jazz is having a moment. She got one of the big four awards for Best New Artist. She also got Best Jazz Vocal Album. As somebody who's been down the Grammy-nominated path before... As a working musician, you got to make sure you can pay all your rent. You got to make sure you can do all that, get the bands going. What changes in the career when you get that Grammy nod? Do the offers get different? Does the uh, attention get different? Do the record sales change? What happened for you? Well, that's that's a huge question. It's a big deal. Um, Although I have to say, (laughs) as Jay Lenhart, the great bass player (laughs) and singer, says, everything in life stays just the same, same, same. You're still working and trudging along. I mean, this gig is not for the faint of heart. Awards are not why we go for it. The music is why we go for it Mm -hmm. and to connect with people and uh, hopefully help make the world a more joyful place and a better place. So awards are great. And I don't know that it really changes all that much, to be honest with you. I'm getting old, Sean. I don't think it changes much. If your heart's in the right place, I don't think it changes much, right? Because you're on a path. Awards may come. Accolades may come. They may not. But you're on a lifelong path to try to craft beautiful art to share with the world. Right. And, you know, I'm not downplaying it because it's to be acknowledged by your peers and the Grammys are huge, really. But as far as everyday living, not a whole lot. I mean, we we just have to keep on keeping on, basically. I got you. Well, you've been keeping on for a long time and you've been doing an incredible job with it. You're getting ready to release this new record. Knock on wood, we think it's going to be called Brazilian Nights, but you're sort of debuting Brazilian some, something. Bra- <laughs> Brazilian oozing. Bra- yeah, there, ooh, there you go. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I <laughs> think that's a different that. kind of album, Brazilian oozing. We're not be doing that. Um, the album is forthcoming. How about Brazilian wax? Is okay. That, you is know, that, is that going to happen? Yeah, no. it's an afternoon show. I think we can hang with that. Um, now, Karen, you're coming up uh, Tuesday, May 16th, playing over 
for the Dakota. You got a pretty all-star lineup. We've been talking about your music, your career in this upcoming show. I'm thinking that maybe it would be cool to play a tune in Portuguese from, you know, previous release. Do you feel like that's a good musical fit for what we've been talking about? I like that idea. Let's do that. All right. So we're doing Insensatez. Am I butchering that? No, not bad. Insensatez. How Insensitive by Antonio Carlos Jobim. Okay. How Insensitive. Insensatez. That's right. Just to preface it, I'm a classically trained pianist. Mm. That's what I got my degree in. And so... Jobin loved Chopin, and he loved Ravel and all kinds of other classical folks. This certain piece was based on a prelude of Chopin, so I'm playing the piano out front, the Chopin prelude, and then we get into Insassatege. And we we did record this in Kansas City with these wonderful players whom I hooked up with, and they're one of the reasons I sing Brazilian music to this day. Danny Embry on guitar, Rod Fleeman on guitar, Bob Bowman on bass, Todd Strait on drums, Paul Smith on piano. So this is Insensatej. For the listening audience, you don't got no liner notes in front of you. You're just rattling off these people you played <laughs> with like, you know, multi-decades ago? Well, they're my my family. They're your musical family. That's right. All right, Karin, thank you for visiting uh, the us here at Jazz 88, and good luck at the Dakota on Tuesday, May 16th. Thank you very much, Sean.